Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape. We discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. I'm RJ. Ooh. And I am RJ. Ooh. Who's the real RJ? <laughs> pretty convincing. Eminem. Uh, Ooh, you know what I had today? Mm. I had a Nitro Pepsi. <gasps> oh, I got those last week too. I forgot to tell you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. But I'm not okay. a big carbonation person. Ah. So like my wife, she had a sip, and she's like, it tastes flat. And I'm like, yeah. yes, but I like that. See, yes. <laughs> See, Mike, you and I are on the same page with gun control and nitro Pepsi, <laughs> just on opposite sides. I'm a carbonation dude, Yeah. <laughs> but I liked it. Oh, really? But, it, yeah, I do. I the, wish it, there was a little bit more carbonation, but I like the idea of the little, little like micro bubbles, like champagne. I almost needed more foam in mine. Oh, okay. Now we're just talking <laughs> different languages. That was... I, need, I needed it to be a little bit creamier. Can we do no soda, okay. just all foam? No. That's... Ooh, now we're talking. Okay. <laughs> that's just a weightless soda. It, just, it would feel like an empty cup. Uh, but a root beer float, man? All that foam at the top. Yeah, you know what's better than root beer float? Uh, Ice cream. Nitro Pepsi float. Oh, okay, that would be good. <laughs> That'd be good as fuck. You know what I did today on accident that kind of tasted like Nitro Pepsi? Hmm. At Pyology, they have an icy machine right next to the soda machine. I don't know if you got to pay extra for it, but you know, I was, I was like, I just want a little bit of icy. I'm a libertarian. Yeah, but if I see it, I will take it. Property rights <laughs> do not exist. <laughs> wrong actually it's the opposite but um i just put a little bit a little bit icy in there and slurped it down before anybody saw and then filled it up with some some dc some diet coke and there was a little bit icy left in the bottom and it tasted just like that nitro pepsi oh really it it like flattened it out but made it like velvety i was like holy shit did i just invent something yeah Yeah. i think i drink in the nitro pepsi now i think about it i think i just wanted a root beer float so when Devin said he first got it I looked up a video of it because I didn't know what it was Did you watch an unboxing video? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was uh, Oh the my guy, god! <laughs> hey YouTube fam, we just got Nitro Pepsi Yeah, but he literally tried it He was like, okay, I get it And he's like, honestly, cool idea But it just tastes like a flat Pepsi And he's like, let's try the vanilla one and he tried the vanilla one. He's like, ooh, this reminds me of a root beer float. They this is like just like it. Yeah. That makes more sense. Oh. So the guy said the same thing. He's like, no, the vanilla one has more flavor to it and it's sweeter. So he's like, I like mm. this one. There's a now, shit ton of sugar in it, too. Yeah, it's like taste 60 it. something grams of sugar. It feels thick. Is that a normal Pepsi? Maybe we just don't know. No. I don't, I don't know because it is a taller Pepsi. can, but it, it did seem a lot sweeter. Hey, that's like Mountain Dew level. Oh, that Ooh. is probably. Damn. When's I the think... last time you you did the do? Uh, I had one of the newer flavors recently. I haven't had is a it... classic do in a while. Is it that crazy one that they that you sent us? Yeah. What was that? It was like a crayon raspberry or something weird like that. It was Ooh, good bladder infection Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy juice. <laughs> <laughs> Period do. Oh, yeah. Oh, I have a new job for you, Devin. Oh, okay. Okay, so imagine you become a psychic. Oh, okay, I'm there. Okay, you're a medium. Yeah. Do I get a cool hat? Sure, you can have lots of cool hats doing this job. <gasps> can I have a wizard robe? Yeah, mm. you can. Can have I have a clan hat? 
Yes. Sick. So right. let's say RJ is a customer. Okay. okay. RJ walks in and says, hey, I want to get my dick red, right? Or okay. Whatever they say. At these Rub my crystal balls. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing it, and then suddenly you start channeling a spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, that spirit that's in you may oh, yeah. be a different race. Oh. <laughs> I mean, what, what race are we thinking here? That's up to whatever spirit that comes into you. Now, does that give oh. you the license to say whatever you want as that spirit? Oh, I think it does. <laughs> I think I feel the spirit in me right now. <laughs> I think mediums have been getting away with using the N-word for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, have you ever seen that episode of 30 Rock when they're doing the, like the therapy d- between Alec Baldwin and oh, Tracy yeah. Morton? Yeah. And he, like, Alec Baldwin's playing Tracy's dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That could be you. And no oh. one would say the wiser. Oh, yeah. You're just be... channeling a spirit. Dude, I love tarot cards, too. I don't know what they do, but they look cool. If I can get racist tarot cards. <laughs> Ooh. I thought of a new board game the other day. Ooh. Racist Guess Who? That's you know. just Guess Who. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean... But Is like, he black? <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> 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 oh, true. It is. I never thought about that until now. <laughs> Does he work in IT? <laughs> Is this person a good driver? <laughs> okay, women and Asians still in the Would boards. they say homes? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would they say, can I ax you something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so maybe try that out next time at the next uh, dinner party you go to. I might try that out. <laughs> New I get trick. the cool hat first. <laughs> Wait, try the, the guess who thing or try the, uh, the medium both. thing? <laughs> the racist guess who is a drinking game. Like, literally, they're not even playing games. He's just like, are you? <laughs> I'm feeling something. <laughs> I don't even tell them that I'm a medium. Yeah. I, just, I just go there and hold my head and say racist shit. Eyes roll back. Yeah. Your, your head. <laughs> I'm feeling Jamaican, man. <laughs> Oh, this spirit is not Irie. <laughs> like, what the fuck is he doing? Pizza's not even here yet. We've got to sit with this guy for three more hours. <laughs> That'd be All great. Right. <laughs> All right, so this is my episode. This is uh, episode 99 of the podcast. Almost getting to 100. With Devin. Uh, Are we going to have balloons for 100? Yeah, 100 balloons. <sighs> Oh, we should have had 99 red balloons. Oh, yeah. Damn. RJ fucked up. Um, yeah, so this is my uh, mix, which is, uh, I guess, it's, for me, it's like a, a sequel to other mixes that I've made. Uh, basically, these are five ladies that I think are very, very talented in the sphere of new music today. Uh, most of them have like a new album or something or a more recent album. Um, all uh, just very talented ladies that I did a mix called Sad Girl Winter. This is more than a feeling, so I just think they're more talented, basically, than the sad girls on that mix. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's mean to say, but, you know. I mean, <laughs> no, I think it's perfectly fine to rank women. <laughs> <laughs> I had this idea because I had these artists, and I didn't know what to do with them. 
And then when we were talking about Indigo D'Souza from the Bubble Grunge mix, I was just because we were just talking about how she's so much better than these other four uh, artists that were on that mix. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just make a mix of all the best ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, so, yeah, I just kind of I put together this mix. This went through some uh, a lot of different iterations because there's two artists that I really uh, played with them being on here. Um, I don't know if I'll ever use them on a mix, but they're both super talented. Have you, Devin? Have you heard Haley Hendricks? Yes, with the weird spelling in the last name. Oh yeah, it's like Hendricks. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's so goddamn good. Yeah, yeah. I wanted her on here, but um, and then I also wanted to like kind of have variety, but also all feel the same. I guess if that makes sense. Okay, so. Do we have a name for this style of music? I don't feel like it fits into a category. We talked a little bit about like bedroom pop before, bubble yeah. grunge, obviously, but this isn't that bubble grunge category, I would say. Maybe one of the songs. Yeah, maybe one of the songs. It's just like pop. I don't know. It's a very specific type, <laughs> though. It's like, yeah. like even down to Phoebe Bridgers, like I don't even know what to call that. It's like alternative yeah. in a way. Because a lot of it is like reminiscent of 90s. Uh, alternative music in Mm -hmm. the best ways, which alternative kind of died out, I think, when Maroon 5 became dickheads. Like, everybody stopped caring about... Nobody really cared about it in the first place. But there's a unique sound from the 90s, like the Third Eye Blind type stuff. And a lot of this is, like, reminiscent of just that in general. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to call it alternative. You know, I I don't know. They they have all these, like, subcategories now on Spotify that seem to be what the new genres are going to be called. Like, bubble grunge is the best example of that. I feel like that will become an actual genre. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. It's funny because they all, to me, all these artists are, like, distinct and, like, even bringing out Phoebe Bridgers. Like, if you just threw Phoebe Bridgers in this mix, it's like, it works. You know what I'm saying? Like, they all sound way different, but at the same time, they're all, like, working together in some weird way. Exactly. That's why I'm, I'm like, there needs to be... It doesn't need to be, but it seems like there should be a genre. You need for to that. put women in boxes. Yes, exactly. I've been this for a long time, I've got binders full of women, and I don't know how to categorize them. <laughs> Remember when that was the biggest like political scandal of the time? Was Mitt Romney saying, "I have binders full of women," <laughs> yeah. and everybody's like, "Ooh!" Yeah, it's like now, like. We have yeah. pedophilia scandals. Remember when you the know? issue was whether or not Obama was born in America? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the issue. At the yeah. Time. yeah. <laughs> the rumor started by Trump. Yeah. Like he was yeah. the one that he was the leader of the truther movement. Yeah. Ugh, it's so funny. It's funny. <laughs> I was thinking about that a little while ago too. And it's like, it, like the whole thing behind it was the right was just saying, you know, well, if you know, if he wasn't born in this country, he doesn't have a right to be president under our laws. It's like I really like the guy, but you know, it's just rules are rules. It's like no, you're <laughs> looking for anything that you can do to get him out of there. And I the just fact want that him you're to trying prove to prove it with his birth certificate. That's yeah. not asking a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not that hard. Not that hard to do. I have mine right here. Yeah, I carry it on me all the time. Fucking if you lose your birth certificate, you're fucked. It's so hard yeah. to get those things. He should have just said that. <laughs> I just lost it in uh, Kenya. I mean, Chicago. <laughs> Hawaii. I had to Hawaii. go get mine. I had to go to another county for it, and that's driving. 
You had to get one? Yeah. Dead. Try being born in a different state, RJ. Yeah. yeah. Try that stuff. sometime. <laughs> Try it out. Let another me know how it goes. Okay, you in another state is like me in another county. That's true. I move yeah, around a true. lot. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. RJ doesn't move around. I had to go to that other place. Auburn? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. So far. I called Devin because I was just like, I don't know the fuck I am right now. Auburn. It is remember? Funny. Remember I called you and I was I just remember like, that now. Yeah. I was like, I'm in Placer County. What the fuck is Placer? <laughs> Sorry, Placer County. It is funny seeing the two the two sides of a very different coin of that area to be like on one side we've got Placerville. On the <laughs> other side we've got Auburn. Yeah, one of these places is nicer than the other. Auburn, <laughs> yeah. I love Auburn. Oh yeah, it's awesome out there. And then you go to Grass Valley, and you're yeah. like, "That's mm. where the hippies went." I've, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I go on Tinder on a, when I work in Grass Valley sometimes and just swipe through. All hippies on weed farms up there. <laughs> it's so funny. It's all just like gir- like white girls with dreads standing next to a giant weed plant. I have uh, some people that I, I did photos or not have done photos with but i've talked to him about doing a shoot and they're all like you know fire twirlers and like you know yeah you know fire dancers yeah, sword swallowers stuff. what's the town what's that town called where joanna newsom's from where they have the hippie nevada festival? city yeah wait no yeah is it nevada city uh, nevada city or colfax but no i think she's from nevada city yeah i think you're right it's right next to uh grass valley yeah it's like it's the same town yeah <laughs> But yeah, that town is awesome. Have you been there? Uh, only for that hippie festival that they do. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. Like their farmers markets are legit. Like Folsom tries to do it, and it's I just hate Folsom <laughs> people. Placerville is is gross. <laughs> but yeah, that Nevada City is like it's like Pleasantville. It's like a, a town that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Like I went up there uh, with a friend, and she was buying a Jeep a while ago from this guy and we literally just hung out at his house for like three hours and he lived on the river and just hung out and talked to him for like three hours. The nicest dude. It's like, you don't meet people like that in any city area. You just like welcome strangers. And he's like, yeah, just come look around the house. It's cool. <laughs> cool looking house. Like, what the fuck is happening? Whatever you find, just take with you. And you yeah, probably seriously. need it more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny to think about like the shithole that Placerville can be. But to, in order to get to the motherland of Auburn, you have to pass through Georgetown. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't want to go. It's rough. That's the borderlands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the hill people. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> don't drive your RV through there. <laughs> Turn into Hills Have Eyes situation real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's Because they tried to, on the Auburn side, they tried to build that community right next to Georgetown, and it did not go well. Really? Yeah, there's like a big housing development that they're going to be putting in over there. I forgot what that. Uh, it's not weed. Um, I forgot what that town's called. Cool. Yeah, it's probably. Oh, it yeah. isn't cool. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it was. They were going to be building there, and I, oh. I think the developers like backed out like halfway through. Uh, so. <laughs> Just guys in straw hats picking their belly buttons. Yeah. Like, what you guys dinner here? <laughs> guys making homes. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Might like to move into there. Uh, all right, yeah. So this, uh, more than a feeling, that's what this uh, mix is called. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here for my guesses for favorites mm. for you guys. You your best. I'm using my psychic abilities. <laughs> Channeling uh, this to you. For Devin, I'm going to go with 325. 
three being your favorite, two being your least favorite, five being your favorite artist. Okay. 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 For RJ, I'm going to go two, five, five. I'm going to say two is your favorite song, five is your least favorite, but five is actually your favorite <laughs> artist. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> That's a safe bet for RJ. You think so? I think so. Oh, all right. Yeah. I hope he surprises us. I do too. Yeah. Um, any thoughts or feelings you guys need to get off your chest before? I know Devin hates girl music, which you mentioned last podcast. <sighs> I have more than a feeling about this. I don't feel like I conveyed what I was trying to say. You know, I was thinking about it. I, was I just, think we understood you, it. No. Uh, you can find us on uh, Instagram. It's just when you guys women next week. talk, I just cannot pay attention. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm saying a dude singing about his feelings <laughs> is gay. When a dude's like, I'm sad, I'm tired, I'm Tom DeLonge. Like, where gay. are you? So listening to a dude talk about his feelings <laughs> is gay. The straightest thing you could do is listen to a lady talk about her feelings. Or listen to instrumental music. Or jazz. <laughs> so you can find us on Spotify. I mean, I'll listen to Chris Carabba all day long. I'll listen to Damien Rice all day long. I mean... Yeah, <laughs> but that's so. Cute. I like Harry Styles now. No, it's not. I do love Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, I like sensitive guy musicians too. I agree. I, but but you know. you're a man's man, so. I know. I don't listen to Harry Styles in public, <laughs> but I'll crank the fuck out of Billie Eilish. <laughs> um. All right, RJ. Any thoughts or feelings before going into this? Uh, no, no, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So starting off, uh, I found I found a little ditty here, a, a little uh, a little lady. Um, I, don't, I can't remember how I stumbled into her. Howdy, little lady. I think I might have stumbled into her from the fourth artist, if I remember correctly. Uh, but this song is called mm. Arrow. Uh, her name is Rosie Tucker. This is off of Sucker Supreme. Uh, this came out in 2021. This is track number seven off that album. Three minutes and 56 seconds. Pretty awesome that this is... These, when I was listening to this album, I got to this song, which is the seventh song. And I was just like, how is this in the middle of this album? Yeah. <laughs> this, this doesn't feel like a middle of the album song. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Rosie Tucker is an American musician from Los Angeles. Uh, they identify as queer. Oh, sorry for saying she at the beginning. My bad. Oh. Uh, and use they, them pronouns. Uh, Pitchfork has acclaimed Tucker's surging pop hooks and sharp lyricism. Um, a native of the San Fernando Valley, Tucker grew up in a grow uh, or, That's weird how they put that. Uh, uh, they grew up in a very Christian household and community. Uh, Tucker's mother grew up on a farm in Illinois. Uh, later became a computer programmer, and their father was a United States Marine who served in the Iraq War. They met in a laundromat. <laughs> Seems like a lot of information for Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tucker's uh, self-released their first full-length album in 2015 titled Low Light. Uh, in 2019, Tucker announced their second full-length album, Never Not, Never Not, Never Not. Uh, which was released on New Professor Music, and then in 2021 announced that they had signed to Epitaph Records. Uh, they also announced their full-length, or third full-length <laughs> album called Sucker Supreme. 
Um, Did they do a split with no effects? <laughs> or rancid? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the album was listed on Pitchfork's uh, list of 29 great records you may have missed from 2021. <clears throat> Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, I really like Rosie. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, this song in particular I chose because it is one of the most 90s sounding songs I have ever heard in modern sounding songs <laughs> yeah because it has a uh a very a very rem feel to it and it definitely but yeah i love this song i think it's really interesting how it's written um yeah, I was just uh, incredibly impressed by their songwriting ability, and I really like the song, so I put it up at the top. Um, RJ, talk to me about your experience with this song. So this one, I, I like you kind of mentioned, I do appreciate the rhythmicness of it. The dun 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 dun, dun it just kind of sucked me in. So I was like, all right, I got to figure out, you know, if I like the other music. So I skimmed through the music, and I was just like. It didn't it didn't pull me in. So mm-hmm. I was just like, all right, you know, at least I tried. Um I did like the song. I think it was a fun intro, just kinda introducing, you know, just the whole REM. And uh Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting thing is you know that guy that I told you that I work with that uh he's from like, you know, LA and he listens oh, yeah. to all his gangster rap music oh, yeah. and he's just like, Yeah, Nipsey Hustle is like two blocks over from me. Um so I was playing this at work today and he's like what song's playing right now? And I was like, I don't, I'm not sure on top of my head. It's on the radio play. And he's like, I don't know, but whatever story she's telling is deep. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you like this? Shit. And I looked up and it, it was Rosie. It was just another song. I, I wish I remember which one it was. Yeah. But I was, I just kind of ran through, looked at my phone real quick, and I was just like, it's it's by Rosie. And, he, and he's just like, dude. And I was like, sometimes you can listen to Rihanna. You can listen to Lady Gaga. But other artists thousands of millions of other artists out there they tell better <laughs> stories and he's like yeah man yeah. <laughs> and i was like i feel like we just bonded there and i was like that's kind of awesome just that type of shit that make a sensitive gangster cry <laughs> yeah he's like it's not like i capped your ass and then your mama cried yeah. it's like no this is real <laughs> he's like i get tyler the creator now <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think I'm by. <laughs> he just wants to be fucked in the ass. He's like, maybe I should listen to more Drake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, I, I did enjoy it. it. It was just, you know, I liked it as an intro. Did not like the other songs I've heard. And it's just kind of, I think as far as that, it was just a nice intro for me. That's yeah. interesting. That is interesting. I thought he would have liked the other songs better. Ooh. Like the other songs on her album. Yeah. Huh. Well, well you, you, you have, like, I'm just saying, you have other heavy hitters coming along. Yeah. Oh, we got the heavy. Okay. So, so I'm just saying <laughs> no, you're comparing I, to that. Like, you know, if somebody compares. Wait, are you talking about her album? No, yeah. he's doing no, the weird the RJ thing. You know how, you know like, how this is to how top. I look at a mix. It's just <sighs> okay. not the way that anyone else looks at it. <laughs> Did you listen to her <laughs> music? Okay, I pushed play on the number one played song. The number. Two Did you listen to the album that this is off of? No. Okay. Well, fuck off. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I yeah. take back everything I Remember, said. Easy, easy. <laughs> Rewind. Short circuiting. What's up, Police Academy? Fuck. Come on, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> I was rewinding. <laughs> can you make an airplane noise? Can you do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> do Morgan Freeman as an airplane? <laughs> 
<laughs> Do a helicopter. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty good. Morgan yeah. Freeman. <laughs> That's my helicopter. Um, yeah, this song, it reminded me of, and I hope this is the right one, but this song. Oh, yeah. This is the song. I was like, it reminds me of some song, and I was like, I couldn't think of it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Instantly, I thought of that song. Yeah. You know, it's, it, doesn't, it's not the, it doesn't sound the same, but right. it had that same rhythm to it. And also, it sounded like the Moldy Peaches a little bit. Like her that? voice. Uh, Marty Stern. So I literally was thinking either the Dresden Dolls or like the Ting Tings. I was like, it's somewhere in <laughs> yeah, the ting-tings. weird song. And I was yeah. like, but yeah, okay. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. The, the voice sounded like a Moldy Peaches lady, the Kimia Dawson, mm. um, and I was I was very surprised because being the first song in the mix, and last week you said something about like a continuation of the other podcast or the other uh, mixtape you made. Yeah, I thought it was all going to be bubble grunge stuff, mm. like Indigo to Souza, and then this came on. I was like. Well, this is kind of bubble grungy a little bit, but like, it's it's something different too. Adjacent, and, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I kept in mind what you said about like all of the songs are they're a variety, but also not like a representation of what the artist actually is. And then went listen to her album, listen to this whole album. It's good uh, by Rosie Tucker, the album that this song is off of. RJ, yeah, yeah. and uh, don't get confused, RJ, with yeah. Rosie. Rosie Darling and yeah. Rosie Tucker and Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, yeah, this was, <laughs> it was stand up that I heard. It was weird. Not uh, very good stand up. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and I loved her whole album. It's it was good, awesome. Huh? It's so good. It's yeah. uh, it's nothing like this song. There's no. parts of it that are, but this song really like stands out on the album in a good way. Also fits in the album really well. Yeah. And it was a good ass song, and it, it had a good build up and good like intensity and a lot of unique choices that you don't see in this style of music. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so we were kind of saying this last time in a, a very tiptoeing around it way, but I'll just say it in the simple way: it oh. seems like female music usually <laughs> sounds <laughs> it's uh. it's very simple because the the girl's mm. voice. <laughs> Okay. Is, <laughs> I'm sweating here. <laughs> so the lady's voice, like it's good enough to carry the whole song most of the time. So you don't need a lot of like uh, intricate melodies or interesting choices to make a song sound interesting. You can rely on the female voice and you don't see that this style of songwriting a lot in female musicians. So like her, Lizzie McAlpin, Indigo to Souza was the one we were talking about last time where that mm-hmm. was the case, where like the melodies that she's choosing and also the music behind it is really interesting and not just one thing. It's not just power chords, it's not just like pop punk toned down without yeah. distortion, you know, like there's something more to it. So I was, well, that's I was why surprised. I, yeah, that the one song that I played you uh, the, after we recorded last week, it's like you look at that guitar riff and you're like, what is that guitar riff doing in this style? Yeah, style of music. Yeah, it's like it's it's interesting because it's it's almost like I don't know. Listening and this sounds. I don't like saying this out loud. I can translate for you if you want. Listening to mm-hmm. this album, I was just like, God damn it! Like Weezer did something right. 
<laughs> okay. Because yeah. like, there's like a Weezer quality to some of her music yes. and to some of this bubble grunge stuff. I'm just yes. like, yeah, this kind of sounds like a weird Weezer riff kind of, but also mixed with yes. like other like uh, Midwest emo getting stuff. excited about this. That's it's the weird. best way to put it. Yeah. That's honestly the best way to put it because when I listen to like Weezer's Blue album, or Pinkerton. I'm like, I don't like Weezer. Yeah, or Pinkerton. Yeah. Like, I don't like Weezer, and I don't like these songs, but there's something that they're doing that I really do appreciate, and I want somebody to do somebody else to do more of that, Yeah, if that makes sense. That is, that's a good way to put it. It's, it's very Weezer-esque. Yeah, well, it's funny, because I didn't think about it in the Bubble Grunge, the first Bubble Grunge mix, but there's a lot of people that like Weezer. <laughs> oh, so many. <laughs> We're just the people that don't. <laughs> yeah, so... I first got interested in Weezer because there was this dude I followed that uh, like fixed up these old Fenders, uh, old like Jaguars and Jazzmasters, yeah, and did it on Instagram. I think his favorite band was Weezer. He would always like showcase the guitars by playing Weezer riffs, and they were cool ass riffs. Yeah, but it wasn't like, oh, that was like a a Steve Vai solo, you know, or something like very technical. Who I also don't like. Yeah, but it was interesting to listen to like just the solo or just like the, you know, the lead guitar riffs, like they're interesting, but Weezer sucks as a whole. (laughs) I can't get past the whole thing of them being Weezer, you know? I agree. Yeah. All Um, All right. Let's move on to the next song. We've got vanilla by miss. I'm assuming it's miss. Miss Holly. They're all misses. <laughs> I'm sick of this woke PC <laughs> bullshit. Uh, this comes off of her EP Falling Asleep at the Wheel from 2020. Uh, this is the fifth track on it, three minutes and 44 seconds. Uh, Holly Humberstone is a British singer-songwriter uh, from England. In 2021, uh, she signed a record deal with Interscope and Polydor Records. Uh, her first EP following the signings, uh, uh, The Walls Are Way Too Thin, was released in 2021. Uh, Humberstone won the Brit Award for Rising Star at the 2022 Brit Awards. Uh, Humberstone music has been described as pop, synth pop, and indie rock. Her music style has been compared to artists such as Lord and Bon Iver, given its intimate and atmospheric style. Humberstone cites Damien Rice, Ben Howard, Phoebe Bridgers as musical inspirations. Rice's debut album, O, is considered by Humberstone to be her first favorite album. She has stated that uh, she mostly identifies with female writers who overshare and has described her own musical style as quite self-exposing. So I got into Holly Humberstone from Lizzie, and I I remember distinctly, RJ, listening to her and being like i don't understand what she's doing and i need to text devin <laughs> yeah because i was listening to her and i was just like i think i i think i like this but i was yeah. a little hesitant at first i, I remember needed, that i needed devin to listen to it to ease me into it <laughs> yeah <laughs> what am i listening okay to? yeah because it's like, confusing with her because yeah. i'm because when you listen to both of her eps it's like are you it's really good but what's wrong here like i was yeah. like unsure because yeah. out of all the artists on here i would say she's the poppiest artist oh on here. yeah and i don't typically go for this type of pop but there's something that she's doing that i really really love 
Yes. I don't know what it is still. I just, I don't know. Yeah, because she would fall into that that middle ground where, like, we all like Lady Gaga, yeah. Miley, you know, like, Christina Aguilera, right, guys? We all love Christina. Yeah. yeah. Um, dirty. Yeah. No, genie in the bottle. I oh. am beautiful. Oh, you are. <laughs> but she would fall into that middle ground of Phoebe Bridgers and Lady Gaga, which is people trying to be Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. And that's a weird, I don't like anything from that category that I've heard. And it is bordering on that. But she's doing, it's like she's doing pop in an indie way. It's completely different the way that Devin just said it, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not indie pop. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, RJ. It, that does sound like a music review. She does pop in, in an, an indie, indie way. Indie way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but as you were reading that Wikipedia thing, too, I kind of had a realization that Lord did kind of pave the way for all of these female artists like yeah, this kind of style it. yeah yeah and like i listened to lord's album and it's it was fine it was interesting at the time when it was coming out it was something completely new and then billy eilish kind of like took the throne of whatever that thing is that she's doing yeah but lord was kind of the first one that broke out i can't think of anybody before her that was doing this similar style of music like darker pop in a way but yeah, I, I I agree. I remember when you sent me this or sent me her stuff, and you're like, "What? What am I listening to?" Like, yeah. And I listened to it. I was like, "Ooh, I want to. I'm fighting liking this." Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know why. And also, she's British, right? Yeah. Anything from another country, like British stuff, I'm so hesitant to like because I there's something about it where I'm like, "Am I just being tricked?" That because they're British, like Australian music, I'm like, am I just am I being swindled right now? Yeah. Do I only like this because it's from another country and it's not on the radio? Like, right, should yeah. I just like American pop? But, but she's like, I had on the the first Sad Girl mix, I had Sodi on there, and Sodi, you can hear yeah. her British like inflection on her voice, right? And Holly Humberstone, mm-hmm. like, I until I had looked yeah. her up, I, I would have thought she was American. Like, she doesn't yeah. come off British at all, you know. Yeah, so she doesn't have that Manchester accent. Yeah, <laughs> I was very. I'm very curious how this. The reason why I picked track number two for RJ's favorite is because I was very curious how he was going to feel about it. One because of the poppiness to it, and two because of that bass. RJ, did you hear that bass? I heard the bass. Did you feel the bass? <laughs> I'm all about that bass. No trouble. No trouble. <laughs> so talk to me, RJ. So this song. It was fucking fantastic. <laughs> I loved it. I loved everything about it. I listened to the other stuff and I was like, ooh, she needs an album because yeah. I would just I'd just come and come in DJ or um you DJ, come, on, DJ. come on a DJ? <laughs> I was gonna say if she comes out with an LP, I'm coming on a DJ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is DJ coming on it. Anybody with the turntable getting come on. Yeah. <laughs> because you know, it's, you know Khaled, Khaled, I'm coming yeah. right here. <laughs> Another bust. <laughs> but yeah, I'm coming for you. Um, so th- this was great. Uh, the only thing I would have an issue, because yeah, I listened to the other stuff and I was like, ooh, I like that song, I like that song. And I kept on doing that versus, you know, track one. But this one I, I, I just absolutely loved. And then I was going into listening to this in the garage 
and there was a sound in the background, something that they were playing, and I thought the dogs were getting into shit. So I'd open the door and be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And Buddy just looks at me like, I'm not doing it. I'm sleeping. And Brando's like out on the couch, and I'm like, first off, get the fuck off the couch. But like, what are you guys getting into? The, nothing. And then I realized it's actually in the song. Don't know what part it is, but it's in the background. If you turn it up really, really loud, you can hear it, and it sounds like something's being moved around that's not supposed to. Mm. But that's my sure. This is a big issue. Sure, we RJ. should. Yes, we should. We should probably get a hold of Miss Humberstone yeah. right yeah. now. We'll ask the the engineer to say, "What were you moving yeah. during the mixing of this?" <laughs> I, it was now, just a noise. It was a noise. I want RJ to listen to the uh, Mike. You'd probably know what it is. I looked it up for one of the last mixes. The song that Paul McCartney played on, where he got credited with playing the banana. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay, so when I was looking up stuff for the Beatles features, He's eating one or there's there's a song where Paul McCartney, I forgot the band, but it was another popular band, the Beatles, like the Who or something, where Paul McCartney is credited as playing the banana, and it's rumored that he was just eating a banana in the background while they were recording the music, but they've done like analysis on it and be like, where is this banana sound like? I want to know if RJ can pick up on that and be like, yeah, I really like this Two song by the Who. Three seconds. Yeah. But I heard him. But I, I got a him. problem with the banana part. <laughs> like, what? Uh, so I literally this put in my notes, um, sound dogs. That, that was one of my notes. Uh, but I, I just loved her other stuff and just the melody and the structure of the song. I absolutely loved it. Uh, it gave me a lot of Sarah Bareilles vibes. Oh. Um, and I was just like, I like that too, but uh, I just I think the song was great. Okay, yeah, and Devin loved it, minus so. the dog stuff. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> yep. um, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I sent it to you, but her song was Sam Fender. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. that made me love that song. Yeah, and I. I do. I like the song on its own, that sixteen going under song. Mm-hmm. But when I heard like their version, I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> so fucking good." This was almost my favorite on the mix. Oh, nice! And I think you picked it as my favorite, but no, no, I picked three as your favorite. Okay, that's went right. on a limb there. Yeah, <laughs> but it was almost my favorite. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to track number three. We've got Slide Tackle by Japanese Breakfast off of Jubilee. This is a 2021 album. This is the fourth track, three minutes and 39 seconds. I'm so excited to talk about Japanese Breakfast. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's mochi. <laughs> alternative pop band headed by Korean-American musician, director, and author Michelle Zanu. Zanu? I don't know if I pronounced her last name. Uh, the band released its debut studio album, uh, Psychopomp, in 2016 on Yellow K Records, followed by Soft Sounds from Another Planet and Jubilee, both on the label Dead Oceans. I like that title, Soft Sounds from Another Planet. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, Dead Oceans is a Phoebe Bridgers label. Correct. I think she owns it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jubilee was nominated for Best Alternative Music Album and Best New Artist at the 64th annual grammys bitches damn Damn. yeah in contrast to the melancholic themes of their first two albums zoner was inspired by joy for the third uh, japanese breakfast album jubilee she has said that the icelandic musician bjork's own third album homogenic inspired her to go big 
for her third album. I feel that Bjork influence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, in 2021, Zahner released the song Be Sweet, the first single from Jubilee, uh, and self-directed a music video for Be Sweet featuring uh, Marissa Missy DeBeast. I don't know. Uh, DeBeast? Missy <laughs> DeBeast? Uh, she performed Be Sweet on Jimmy Fallon. Um, and then the album was released in June 2021. Um uh, she says here, after spending the last five years writing about grief, I wanted her follow-up to be about joy. Um, so I got turned on to Japanese Breakfast from Indigo D'Souza. When I found her, uh, I was looking at fans also listen or whatever, and I was just like, what the hell is Japanese Breakfast? Uh, and then it clicked in my head. So literally, like, that week that I found Indigo and listened to Japanese Breakfast... She was on Pete Holmes' podcast. What? Yeah. And it's really interesting, and I really like her, and it made me want to get into this album because I was just like, I just saw the name. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, And then I think I tried listening to either, I think the last album, and I was like, oh, okay, it's like interesting. And then I listened to this album, and I was like, what the fuck? Um, so I love this album. It is distinctively so sorry, RJ, if you're like, let me listen to the other stuff. Most <laughs> <laughs> of the top five songs <laughs> yeah. out of context. This album is uh miles ahead of her last album that she put out. It is so goddamn good. Um and I chose this song because it's just I you don't hear this song. <laughs> like in twenty twenty one in 2022, this song coming out from a very popular pop artist, I would, like, this belongs in 1986, this song. You know, yeah. like, it does not belong now. Uh, and I fucking loved it. Um, RJ, tell me, talk to me about your Japanese breakfast experience. So I'm just saying Mike's bragging here. <laughs> just, uh, I've, I've had Orville Peck, and next thing you know, he's on, like, you know, the concerts all over the TV. I'm on the the, the she's pulse, on RJ. She's, she's I've on always been podcast. on the pulse. He's going to be the next Lou Pearlman. <laughs> you don't know how much time I spent on Spotify, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody at my work was just like, I was just shown Spotify. And I'm like, you're just shown Spotify? He's like, yeah. He doesn't go on his phone. He's like not a phone person, I guess. He, he's older yeah, than us. Careful um, of those. Yeah. So yeah, he's just like, Last did you know? Shooting was not a phone person either. <laughs> he's like, did you know? Like, it'll give me artists that I like. Like, <laughs> and I was like, I know this. He's like, it's kind of crazy. Like, I'm listening to '90s stuff right now, and I was like, whoa, I didn't know that was a band. And I was like, yeah, have fun. There's a lot on there. He's like, yeah, there is. <laughs> have you heard of Blues Traveler? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I want to go see them in concert. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, good luck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this the song's energy, the funkiness of it, like the sax and, and the trumpet. It was ah, uh, I, I loved it. I, I did not get a chance to go in to listen to the other stuff, so I didn't push play on the top, you know, hits. But this song was actually absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just it, it was a you know, it, it got you know, I was moving to it. I was moving and grooving. It, it was funky. It was like everything that I wanted. It was just like ah, that that you know, it was wonderful all together. 
I'm I'm honestly confused as to because the mix of this album is so interesting and the engineering of it is so interesting. I don't know what digital. Uh, I'm assuming it sounds digital. What they're using? Because I'm like, is that a digital clarinet? Like, what am I? Yeah. What am I hearing? They it's, make MIDI clarinets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> thing. It just it sounds digital. Yeah, but it also doesn't sound like a particular instrument either. And I'm just like, what is? It's so cool sounding. What is happening? Yeah, <laughs> it, I feel like they tapped into that vaporwave sound. Mm. Well, they have their they have like a digital like clarinet. I, I don't know. I don't know if they call it just a digital clarinet, but it all plugs in all into like your computer. I had a and digital like saxophone, that. and then literally it's like you play it as an instrument, like your keyboard. Oh yeah, right, yeah. But yeah. it's one of those words you plug it in and it creates a sound like that, but you can actually play it like an instrument. Yeah. No, I had a like an actual digital saxophone that was from the early a, 80s. I was from toy. Toys R Us. Silver yeah. one? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, I remember that one. It was bright yellow with red little circles on it. Yeah. <laughs> had like Big Bird on and it. Bubbles yeah. came out, you know? Yeah. And I was so fucking good at it, dude. I was just pushing those buttons and like, damn! I was like, Kenny fucking G, man, <laughs> it was crazy. Um, no, I feel like they tapped into that like uh, that vaporwave ethos. Oh yeah, like yeah. it's not vaporwave sounding, but somebody described the the sound of vaporwave as being nostalgic for a time you've never been to. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And that's that's the way I feel about this. Yeah, or like a time that doesn't exist. You know, like. It, there's it, there is a nostalgic feeling to this song and yeah uh, it's not that far away from that japanese mix that you made that's kind of what i was thinking like yeah. it, there's something about their like when they play guitar driven songs in japan they use like ibanezes like the shit that corn <laughs> yeah. uses so like their their idea of music is different from ours the, the way it should sound and the way it's mixed and whatnot yeah. and it gives it a really interesting tone which is more akin to like the eighties and early nineties stuff. And, uh, yeah, this one, it, there's another artist that I might send to you, but I kind of want to save him for a mix. But, uh, they, uh, they, they sound a lot like that. I didn't know why I liked this other album in the, in the beginning, but it really boils down to that. It's just this interesting mix of a digital sound with like real instruments. Mm hmm. And like a very unique melody that doesn't fit the time frame that the music's from, you know. Like she's doing like modern pop melodies yeah, in she's a doing, very eighty sounding song. Yeah, I don't know how she's doing sped up Bjork. Yeah, you know, the, yeah, there's a tone with it and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, it's like I don't know how the hell she's pulling that off properly. Yeah, yeah. So I I listened to uh, just this album and I've heard her stuff before and i was always like yeah it's cool like i liked the older stuff but it was it would always pop up and i'd you know listen to it and be like cool song i'll take note of who that is and listen to them later never really did never got into them and then uh this album is good yeah this album is a game changer for them so really i don't is it a group or is it just an artist it's referred to as a pop band but it doesn't okay uh maybe it lists other members in it in wikipedia i don't know Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever they're doing, I hope they keep going this direction. Like, they got something really cool that they could be doing. The the old stuff I I really liked, but this is awesome. 
Oh yeah, it lists three other members with her. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like all the sounds. Sax was um something you don't hear in this style of music too often. Yeah. She's cool. So, I, yeah. saw, I found a uh, a thing online, I sent it to you guys of a it's one of those digital like clarinet they call it a wind instrument. Uh sixteen hundred dollars. That's the one I had, yeah. That's how much it cost me. <laughs> Cool. Oh yeah, but that could be what they used for. Oh this. damn! I, that seems like something that the dude from uh, what's that vampire movie with the saxophone solo, Lost Boys? Yeah, the shirtless black dude with the suspenders. <laughs> I feel like he could be he playing play this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is straight from the eighties. Yeah, they do a cover of uh, "Head Over Heels." Japanese Breakfast does. Ooh! Yeah. Ooh! I forgot. Oh, fuck. Okay. I literally forgot who this was. I think it was song two. But somebody did a cover of something, and I was like, I love that version of their cover. What song was that? Okay, I'm going to do research. <laughs> okay. oh, sorry. Well, the fourth artist has some covers, too, RJ. No, I, I listened to their songs, and I was did just like, that's a cover. The fourth artist cover of Desperado. Oh, what? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I didn't calm down. <laughs> Right. Oh, I have something to listen to. Okay. So Japanese Breakfast is great. Uh, she's awesome. Great song. All right, let's move into the fourth artist here, uh, which if you guys didn't listen to her album, you're missing out because it is way different than the song. Uh, is there something in the movies by Samia off of The Baby from 2020, track 11, 330? Uh, Samia Finerty, uh American singer-songwriter from New York City. Uh, Finnerty is a co-recipient of the 2017 Obie Award for Best Ensemble for her performance in The Wolves. Uh, Finnerty released a new song, April 2020, or April 2020, Is There Something in the Movies? Uh, in June 2020, Finnerty announced her debut album alongside the new song, titled Fit and Full. Uh, Finnerty released her debut album in 2020 titled The Baby. Um, oh, the new song titled Fit and Full. Uh, two more of the songs from the album, Big Wheel and Stellet. Uh, Stellet? I always forget. I always don't know how to pronounce that song. It's a cool song, though. Stellet? S-T-E-L-L-A-T-E. It was the other song. I was. It was between oh. this song and that song that was going to be on this mix. Uh, the album received positive reviews. Um, yeah. So I got turned on from into Samia... It was before Indigo, and I believe I got into her from Lizzie. I can't remember, though, because when you look Samia up, she actually pops up more onto the bubble grunge stuff. Um, I chose this song in particular because it is way different than any of the other songs on here. And I chose this song in particular as well because when Lizzie came out with her new album, I was like, oh, I can pick something from there because her other two albums are like more stripped down and acoustic. Uh, so I can pick this acoustic song and put it on here. It won't be like too repetitive of acoustic songs, if that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I fucking love this song. The very first time that you listen to this song and she just belts. It is so interesting, that choice. And mm-hmm. then to go the complete opposite direction after that choice. I know. Um, it is fascinating. Uh, parts of me just wants this song when she's belting to go on for another minute. 
Um, but I, I, the structure of the song and the choice to do that is fascinating as well as it's a stripped down song, but there's something in the mix that is really interesting to me. And I like it a lot. Um, it's not like, it's not stripped down like Lizzie's like EP that she came out with where that's like super stripped down. Uh, there's something else that's like in there that I'm not sure what it is. Of course it's on her voice, especially when she starts belting. Um, but yeah. Love this song. Uh, this song is way different than the rest of her stuff. She has more of a pop and bubble grunge stuff. I would say she's probably, the out of all these people, probably the closest to the first artist. Uh, yeah, RJ, talk to me about your first experience here with Samia. So, side note, um, it was a song, or artist two, that covered uh, Fake Plastic Trees. Oh, yeah. Love that. I heard that, and I was like, wait a second, what is this? And I was like, oh, this is Radiohead. Huh. And I was like, oh, I love this version of it. I was like, fuck Radiohead. I'm, I like this version better. <laughs> um, Interesting. Yeah, you got to listen to Samia's uh, Desperado cover. Yeah, I, I'm so curious about this. So, uh-huh. literally, I don't want to say anything, but I was kind of <laughs> mad at you because I had Big Wheel on another mix. Oh, hell yeah. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> fuck you, fuck, fuck you. I said that in the nicest way possible in my mind, but I was like, fuck you. And then I'm going to say the same thing about Artist 5 because I had another mix on them there. I know. So I, I needed to get it out. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I know. Because especially Devin sent that that dad mix. And I was just like, I just got it. I just, this mix, I just <laughs> yeah. got to get it out. I just got to be out there. <laughs> yeah. um, so this this mix, uh, or this, this artist, I listened to their album. But it was a more of a skimming than actually just putting it on and listening to it loud. I, I I'm going to do that. I just haven't done that yet. Big but from a great what song. I, but from what I've heard, the album is wonderful. Yeah. Um. I just want to listen to it, and not do anything, and just kind of zone out and listen to the whole thing. Um. Without falling asleep. And good luck. Yeah. <laughs> but I just I this literally listening to this, I love the 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 more intense part that she sings in. She like. Loudly screams and sings and whatever, and I was literally this like you know this is a Julian Baker and Phoebe Bridgers like hybrid, and I was like this is amazing I love this her sound it was it was phenomenal. Um, How you did you enjoy the transition? It, it was it was you know it did pick up on my volume <laughs> a lot like in my car. It would just be like quiet then all of a sudden like three times the volume I was like ah, <laughs> but. Julian Baker did that, but hers was a little toned down when she would scream. Yeah. Um, but it, it was very intense, and it was in the moment. Uh, but, you know, I would say she could have turned down no. on the mixing part. Nope. Put a little compressor on there. I disagree. Yeah, a little compressor. Compressor fixes I disagree. everything. Yeah. I um, love I love it, how loud it is. I want mm. it to be louder. Mm. <laughs> but, like that Oathbreaker scream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... When I'm ready for sleepy time, this is a sleepy time song, and then that comes in, and I'm like, oh, I'm awake now, which yeah. is fine, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, saying, fuck you, pay attention to but what I'm she, saying. Yeah, she flips over into that falsetto voice like afterwards, and it's like, oh, yeah. God. But it, it is amazing. Sleepy. That's my only complaint if I had a complaint about this song. It's which not if, a complaint. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> you don't have to have a complaint. <laughs> you got to. No, you don't. You know, fuck her for being awesome. You know, that's what I'm saying, man. Don't have to be a contrarian. You can just like things. Okay, I did like this. There's something about this song and, like, uh, I dropped my straw. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) There's something about this song. Something you're calling Yahtzee. That it it feels, this is going to sound really stupid, 
but it feels like a song that I've listened to since I was 15. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. I oh, wow. Don't... You are saying so many things that are resonating <laughs> with me today. Wow. I feel that. I Ugh. feel that right now. It's like... so weird. Yeah. And, like, the only song I can point to is, uh, like, Soko Amaretta Lion, the, like, last song of Brand New. Oh, yeah. Where it's, like, the way that Jesse's, like, yelling in that and, like, it's acoustic. And I'm, like, okay, maybe it's that. But, like, it just feels like a song. Like, when I first heard it, I was, like, have I, like, how old is she? Like, <laughs> is she in her mid-30s? Yeah. It's, like, this been around for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> is this, like, Sharon Van Etten? Yeah. Like something I just <laughs> discovered in... 2020 that's been out nah, since 97 I'm, I'm thinking it's like Alanis Morissette you know yeah like a know, deep cut you know, get <laughs> yeah her get her name out of your filthy mouth <laughs> you're, not allowed to talk, or you're not allowed to talk about her Alanis <laughs> you, you can't RJ can't yeah he doesn't fucking know that's true <laughs> would uh, you go down on a man in a theater RJ <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks <laughs> Uh, I'm rich, Devin, bitch. What's your Samia? <laughs> um, uh, it's, the song's amazing. <laughs> song's so good. Uh, listen to the whole album. I sat down and listened to it. And oh, you did. And I love. That's it. awesome about that. Yeah, uh, I, I love it. It's hard to pick a song from there. Like, it's, yeah, like, she has a lot of really good songs. Well, yeah. Big Wheel came on, and I was like, "Oh, this song's awesome." So, like, this song should be last on the mix. But yeah, I, I love this. <laughs> but it doesn't need to be. I know. <laughs> like it, it, it works well with the next song. Yeah. It would work. I mean, it would work as the beginning song. I don't give a shit in yeah. the end because it's so good. <laughs> like it's it's such a good song. It's such a well written song lyrically. Like she has the Lizzie McAlpin style uh, lyrics where it's deeply personal. To the point of almost being like coded, but in a very obvious way, where she's talking about things that are so specific, but completely relatable. And everything that you're saying about like it, it it makes you feel like something you listened to when you were 15 or something. Like I was just having nostalgic feelings with this song for no reason. I've never yeah. like heard it before. Like it doesn't it doesn't bring me back to the first time I heard it or anything. It's just something about the song itself. Um, I think why you like it so much, Mike, is it it has an Elliot Smith vibe to it. Oh, in a very upbeat way because she does that vocal doubling, which yeah. really changes her voice. Like you listen to the rest of the album, and she her voice is different. The songs are different, but on this one, fuck, like that works for her so well. That's and true. she's got a great voice. Like yeah. uh, I'm not saying like she needs that vocal doubling, but it works for this song so well. But yeah, I, I love the song. It's good. Oh, yeah, so good. Yes. Yeah. And then we get to the finale here. It is Oh, also, oh, sorry. Yeah. It's such the guitar riff for it was so simple that after like listening to it like five times, I like paid attention to the the music behind it and it's so stupidly simple that a human should not be able to sing over that <laughs> and make it sound good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys heard that, but like, I just sat and listened to it. I was like, if I learned this on guitar and tried to play it, it's like, 
I'd sound like some idiot at Guitar Center that's just learning acoustic for the first time. It's like Chris Caraba stuff, like dashboard, yeah. like early dashboard stuff. Like he does some like cool licks, in, like every now and then. But like to learn a dashboard song, it is like that song that that uh, "Remember to Breathe" song that like Kyle and I used to play all the time. It's oh like, yeah, the easiest shit in the world is that song to play on guitar, but yeah. it sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, then we get to the finale here. Uh, honestly, there's uh, you could there's so many songs that you could pick from her. Uh, I wanted to pick something from this album, and then I wanted to I I for sure wanted to end the mix with her, uh, just because she's really the thing that like uh, I don't know where I'd be in my life if I didn't find Lizzie. <laughs> you yeah, know? I agree. <laughs> it's I agree. like there's there's it's just she opened a whole new world for me, and yeah. I've just yeah, it's just been great. Yeah. Uh, but we've got Chemtrails here by Lizzie McAlpin off of her uh, most recent album, Five Seconds Flat uh, from 2022. Track 13, 3 minutes and 57 seconds. Uh, Elizabeth Catherine McAlpin, American singer-songwriter. Uh, in 2018, McAlpin released an eight-song album, Indigo. She studied in Spain in fall in 2019, where she wrote her first full album, Give Me a Minute. And she released the 13-song album in August of 2020. Uh, Give Me a Minute has been streamed millions of times on Spotify and other digital providers. Uh, Dallas Observer named it one of the best albums of 2020. BBC Media Center uh, has called her an up-and-coming vocalist. Uh, in April 2021, McAlpin released an eight-song EP, When the World Stopped Moving. Uh uh, she made uh, her late night debut November twenty second, twenty twenty one, performing "Erase Me" on Jimmy Kimmel Live. It's a day before my birthday. Mick <laughs> uh, Oppen has garnered supporters from TikTok and Instagram, with several publications calling her a TikTok star. Um, her musical style has been described as folk focused, folk pop, and a blend of jazz, pop. And R and B. All right, all right. Uh, she's she's worked with uh, some some big names so far. Uh, yeah, five seconds flat. Most recent album. Uh, it was peaking at number nine on the alternative new artist album and number nineteen on top new artist album charts. Debuted at number five on Billboard. Heat Seeker. Um. So I remember. I remember we were. We were on the podcast. I think it might have been after or before. And I remember getting into Lizzie McAlpin that week and then playing for you guys just a snippet of pancakes for dinner. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like. The Colby Calais, <coughs> Colby Calais song, basically. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Sarah Brellas, Colby. It's like it's all, it's all right there. And it's, yeah. Devin instantly was like, what is she doing with her vocal melody? <laughs> it was like it yeah. was so quick because I because I remember listening to it and be like, why the fuck do I like this? <laughs> yeah, and then listening to the album, I was just like, God damn, she's so fucking good. <laughs> and this so is, fucking good. This is before my understanding, my my male brain could started to understand <laughs> yeah. this modern female singer songwriter. <laughs> yeah, and they so, can make music now too. <laughs> I didn't say What's that. What's next? They're gonna start voting. <laughs> What? They can vote? Devin's a little behind. <laughs> but it was funny because Devin instantly picked up on her vocal melodies and like the influence behind that. 
and I fell in love with her pretty quickly. Uh, I know Devin fell in love with her pretty quickly. A lot, a lot of it had to do with that EP because it's like that first album's yeah. fucking great, and so, it's like it's so good and it's interesting and it's like a very cool modern pop album, but it isn't at the same time. And then you get to that EP and you're like, what the fuck is happening yeah. here? <laughs> yeah. It's like this completely stripped down like jazz melodies that are happening oh. with her. And it's like so goddamn good. So we were in, waiting in anticipation for a new album. And you get to this album and you're like, oh, so you can literally do anything at this do point. Do anything you want. <laughs> anything. It, I wouldn't be surprised if she comes out with like a Deaf Heaven style album after this. <laughs> and I'd be like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yes, you should have gone this direction. Perfect. Uh, and on this album, there's like there's a bunch of songs that you could choose. Um, I chose one of the longer songs with Chemtrails. Uh, it's a it's a really relaxing song. It's a really deep song, as your coworker would say, RJ. Um, yeah. uh, it's right, a good right in the gangsta feels. <laughs> it's a good ending song for me too. Uh, she's just fantastic and can like re- like legitimately has not done a wrong thing that I've heard, nope. which is insane because she's born in 1999. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> she was born after Titanic came out. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, RJ, talk to me about... Uh, I know, it sounds like you've had her on a mix. <laughs> so, I literally had the pancakes for dinner or whatever. It's I was so like, I want to do good. this. Because I, I heard that song. You play the snippet, but I actually... like. I think it popped up on because of your last mix. And I was just like... I've heard you guys talk about her so many times, but I just never listened to her. Yeah. And then I heard that song like all the way through, and I was like, "This is such is like an awesome, cute little song." And I was like, "I love this song." And I was like, it, "It's so like you know, like I, I want that." <laughs> and I like skimmed through. I yet again skimmed through. I didn't have a chance to listen yet, but I was just like, "Who is this?" They obviously are talking about her, so I added it to my "I have to listen" list. And I just haven't had a chance, but it, it's something I'm looking so forward to. Just sitting down. This song was fantastic. I, I love the lyrics. I love everything about it. This it was a great song. And then it kind of as went back to what Devin was saying, where you could have had song four at the end. But I was like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I yeah. was like, this is on here, and I'm happy, and I'm content. And I, I've, you know, uh, it was a beautiful song. Yeah, it's funny, because when you listen to this album, RJ, it's like, this is the second to last song on the album. It's, the like, last it's not song, even an ender. It's no, the last ender. song is like an upbeat, like Orange Speedway, I think it's called, something like that. Like that song is like kind of upbeat and nothing like the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Orange Raceway, something. That sounds right. Yeah, something uh, orange. Channel Orange. That's what it was. <laughs> it's Frank Ocean cover of the whole album for the last song. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, yeah, it's, she's just fantastic. Oh, and I also had a Doomsday on that mix. Ooh, Ooh okay. Nice. Same like album too. Right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I fucking love this song. <laughs> this song is so deeply sad, too. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> devastatingly sad. And I I don't like recordings and songs. He doesn't. Oh, yeah. But that one works so good at the at the very end. And, I mean, the song works at the end of the, the mixtape. And her, her lyrics are just on another level. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't understand how she says exactly how I feel. I know. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> She's so bad. She's a woman. I'm a man. I'm supposed to be better than her. 
It's upsetting. <laughs> just need to be able to talk about my emotions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's such such a good, well written song. Like when when I heard her EP, I really started paying attention. I loved that that first album. Yeah, and then when that EP the EP came out, I was like, "Fuck!" Like she's doing something different. It really like when she stripped it down, you were able to tell a lot of the things that she's doing. And then when this one was coming out, I think you were talking about it as it was coming out or when it just came out. And I was like, man, I wonder if she's going to carry that same, those same principles over. And she did it in a very different way. Like yeah. the whole album has it, it, so many, so many layers to all of the sounds that are in it, but still she's doing the same music. Like she has, it's kind of the album to me. It's like what you don't want her to do. Meaning yeah. that, like, the album is yes. kind of a pop album, and you're like, you would, I would, I would say, like, oh, I don't want her to go like in this more like alternative pop sound. I'd like her yeah. to like go where she was going with the EP, you know? Yeah. And then she does the thing that you don't want her to do, and you're like, oh, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's like when Bob Dylan went electric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's insane for somebody to be 22 years old and have like a signature sound, and yeah. still also not be like the top musician in the fucking world. You yeah. know, <laughs> like somebody that writes their own music. Like Billie Eilish is it, the same way, where she develop her sound and she's been changing it but it's still everything you hear is like she has a signature thing that she does it's very unique to her and like lizzie McAlpin is doing the same shit like i was on a different level like i would uh, not be surprised if she's becomes more famous than phoebe bridgers oh no yeah yeah i i don't know what phoebe bridgers has been doing lately but like all of these other artists have been popping up and just like, well, like you said, where you're just like, you know, like we were talking about Tony Hawk and doing the 900 earlier. <laughs> yeah. So literally it's like, yeah. Oh, Phoebe Bridgers can sing stuff like this. I can too. Yes. I have yeah. a notebook full of this stuff and I'm going to record it. Yep. Exactly. Like it's really given birth to this really great style of music, Wh- wherever it came from, whether it's Phoebe Bridgers or Billie Eilish or Lord. And I, I don't want it to change anymore. But I mean, I said that before this Lizzie McAlpin album came out, and I'm very happy that it changed. Like, I'm very happy that she went some other way with it. I'm happy that I'm finding all these other artists that are doing really interesting shit. Like, it gives me hope for music in the future. Yeah. And the fact that like this shit is popular on TikTok, <laughs> it, it like pisses me off at first. But then, if that's what people are going to be listening to, is good music for once, like. Please, please listen to good music. Like, we lived through the fucking 2000s. I know. The youths have it so good. So good. Remember that one that I had? I brought in a mix from one of my former coworkers, and I listened through it, and I was just like, this is a good Taylor Swift song. This is a good Phoebe. Like, Phoebe Bridges is on here. And it was going through, and I was just like, you know, it's all emotionally packed. Like, I'm depressed and everything like that. But I was like, these songs are phenomenal. Yeah. That's how I learned about Harry Styles. And I was like, this is great. Whatever you guys are listening to these days. Yeah. It's... It's dumb. I don't know what's been happening. It's Tony Hawk's 900. It is. (laughs) It all comes down to Tony Hawk in the end. (laughs) Fuck. Um, All right. So how did I do here, Devin? I said three, two, five. How did I do? All right. These numbers don't really mean anything. This is is a tough mix. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite song is four. Woo! That's awesome. My least favorite is three. Oh, interesting. It's not... 
it's not that I don't like it. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's just the yeah. Um, and I almost had to pick one as my least favorite, but I love that song. Yeah, you know that's like right up my alley. But uh, favorite art, favorite artist five. That's awesome that, one. that you like for that much. It's oh, such yeah. a goddamn good song. <laughs> so fucking good. The lyrics too. Like, is there something in the movies that's better than my love? Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. She hasn't seen 13 going on 30. Oh, I was just thinking about that fucking movie today. It's so good. About real life. <sighs> and then RJ, I went for 255. All right. So I, I don't know. This was, <laughs> it was an interesting mix. Um, I, I think my favorite song on here. Even, okay. I, I'm mad at myself that I picked this. But I'm just going to say it. I picked two. Because nice. I, I went through, because then I was sense. like, ooh, I was like, ooh, I love this song, but then I was like, maybe I like the artist too, so maybe I should end with two. This is this is what I'm going through in my thoughts okay. right now. Right. So I was like, maybe I'm gonna be like, this is my favorite artist too. Then I was, or uh, like as well, but then I was like, okay, we'll just put two as my favorite song. <laughs> we'll take okay. a step back, and then I went back and forth between song three and one for your favorite, for my least favorite, least favorite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I was like, three has a nice little. It makes me move. And then I think, well, I listened to one, and I don't think I found anything else from them that I liked. So I just said one was my least favorite. And then I think up to this very point, probably like, you know, 10 seconds ago, <laughs> I was either like four or five, four or five, four or five. And I think I just, just when four sings that loud, obnoxious vocals, it hits me. I think Julian Baker, and I was like, oh, these are all the feels when I was like in that listening space stage of my life so i was just like i because i went through my sad girl music stage and i was like this is you know, it brings me back to all those i do like the lyrics i think of five better but i think the songs of when she actually is like all right turn up the overdrive i'm gonna sing i'm gonna pick four. Oh, awesome. that's my favorite artist that's so that's so awesome i just this love is it hard this it's is great. hard yeah that's why it's the heavies Ooh, it's the heavies it. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, I don't know what are you guys going to write this. Um, <laughs> I don't want you to be upset by my rating. <laughs> it might be confusing, but okay. I'm going to give it a 4.9 out of 5. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're worry. wondering why it's not a 5 out of 5, I'm reserving the 5 out of 5 for something that I haven't seen yet. I just don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> just in case, though. Well, okay, so so the Kanye West one, right? Mm-hmm. Literally starts the podcast off. I think Mike was like, "What do you think we're bitches?" Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm looking for that one. Yeah. I I, I might have given you five out of five on that one. No, I don't think yeah. you did. Okay, but it was pretty high. You gave me. I got an honorary five because That's of the true. bubble grunge. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's just I'll get yeah. I'll get back to silly mixes <laughs> Once you get into Weird Al, I'm telling you, your life is going to change forever for the better. I've been right. I've just been and getting my my mixes. I've just been this, this is just the best music I found recently. So. Yeah. Um. Okay. So for me, uh, I think <laughs> I think one and three threw me off. Song two was poppy and it was uplifting too but i liked it so much i'm gonna let it slide you don't have to find <laughs> negatives rj <laughs> but one and three i think you know i'm just kind of like oh that works and i like enjoyed them but i think if the rest of the mix would just made me cry i would have been like fuck yeah like i don't know throw julian baker in there and i would probably would have been like this is phenomenal 
Um, but I think just because it was the, the one and three that kind of threw me off, you still have a great score of 4.6. Thanks, RJ. I was just like, I love this. I will listen to this mix again. I'll be like, cool songs. And then sad songs. I'm so depressed. <laughs> but it's like, I want that. I want that. All right. Yeah, it's great. It's a great mix. It's next to perfect. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, not that close, according to Artie. <laughs> a 4.6 is a 5. <laughs> that is that is a five, an RJ 5, actually. I will listen to this one again. There's a what's, handful of them that I'll listen to again. What's the highest thing that you've scored? Uh, the Bubble Grunge was, he gave me like a 4.85 on that one. Uh, that's he right. I did like that one. That one. That yeah. Surprising. All right, we're finding out what RJ likes. And then respect your elders. It was, I think it was a. Oh, that was a good one too. Oh, that's yeah, right. I like that yeah. one also. Yeah, surprised by that one. Yeah. Uh, Devin. <laughs> so oh, no. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want you to feel bad about Let's yourself next week. <laughs> no, I mean you did. You did something real good here, but like. <laughs> When you hear this, I don't want you to be like, oh, fuck, I'm a piece of shit. You know, I'm, I'm so bad at making mixes because it's, it's a good one. <laughs> like, this is a real serious one. Um, and I struggled with the title, but uh, it's called uh, Y'all Want Some Head? <laughs> um, head PE. I mean, think of other heads. American Head Charge. Oh, no. <laughs> this all fits. Uh, Y'all want some head? Okay. Let's see here. It's I didn't loading. I didn't make this private this time. I, I think I did it right did there. I see what you did there. Loading. I was going to do something like this, but I just, that, it was just a thought. Okay. It was a thought. Did I'm you curious. hear that? I was going to do something like yeah. that. See how he's trying to alpha me now, but I've just totally taken over his alpha dump. Yeah, hey, how about this? He picked all the bad songs. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, tell me the good oh, ones. Oh, I've then. been waiting for this, Devin. All right. I've been waiting for so, this. So, both of you. So, RJ, first, have you heard any of those songs? I think I've listened to Radiohead, what you played on the TV. The other okay. Day. Mike, have you heard any of those songs? Uh, one for sure. Two, maybe. But none okay. of the rest of them. Cool. Well, actually, Body Snatchers, I think I have heard that song. Okay. Only because uh, Sean Myers. Sean is like a huge Radiohead song, and that Ooh. title sounds familiar of him trying to convince me one time. That would be the album that people would try to convince you of. Yeah. Yeah. So, got uh, a lot, we've got a lot to talk about. No Pablo Honey? No? I, I stayed <laughs> away from a few albums. <laughs> No, no, no. Honestly, <laughs> I do, I do like that, and I wanted to add it, but I, I liked the first song as an intro to the style of music. I do appreciate you. They're all different albums, so I made it um, similar to. Uh, he did not alpha me on this, but similar to RJ's. So I went the Kanye when I went through the through the years as kind of a progression of the sound, kind of picking out some. Partly my favorite songs, but also like little changes in their sound along the way to no. uh, try to convince you to actually like them. No, uh, no, no, Karma Police, huh? No, <laughs> no. I didn't want to put any anything you guys have possibly heard on there. I was trying to stick to the the good stuff. The B-sides. those first two albums I have listened to. Okay, I like those first two albums. I know that that's not Radiohead. Now, 
When you say first two, do you mean Pablo Honey? And the Benz. That's and the Benz? Yeah. Okay, not the Benz and OK Computer. No. Okay, because that's the real first two. Is when... the Benz even considered? I always thought Benz. the Benz is like... For sure. Oh, okay. The Benz, yeah, the Benz is like... That would be like Led Zeppelin 1. Like, uh, I Pablo Honey would be like the Yardbirds. Oh, okay. You know, I, like, I thought that, that those were like their dream ons. Maybe is Creep their dream on? Yeah, <laughs> basically it is. Yeah. After that, that they're like, we don't need guitar. We don't need this much guitar. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? We got this dude's crazy ass voice. Let's do some shit with that and like beat boops. Yeah. <laughs> They've been around for so long now. All right, I'm so long. I hope I, I had it. trouble. I I hope you do too. I I hope you guys find something in them that you haven't heard before that you can appreciate. I've heard like, you know, a handful of songs and I'm just like, I don't like it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And but I, it could have been the album that was not good. Well, that's uh, he, he doesn't like robots trying to alpha him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does not compute. <laughs> yeah, fucking idiot robots. <laughs> yeah, don't know what you're talking about. Turns a dude from Prometheus. I'll fucking crash this ship. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah, I'm excited. Can I work out to it? Yes. Okay. Up until I'm, I'll put a night night on there. <laughs> Can I sleep to it? The night night one, yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Is there gunshots? I hate gunshots. It's all gunshots. <laughs> yeah, that's what they've turned into recently. But yeah, I tried to go through the years. I left off a few albums that I do actually like, but uh, it was hard to choose between the early years. I think it goes from like. 95, 97, then up to 2003. Okay. I skipped like three albums, but also I left off the first one. You know, so it, it, I feel like it's a good progression of their sound as a whole, uh, rather than like uh, thinking about the actual, you know, spacing out the albums perfectly. And there's like there's some albums that came out with in between, uh, like Hail to the Thief and. Or after In Rainbows, that I'm like, eh, it's fine. But there's nothing I can put. It, it's good as an album, but I can't put it on a five song mix. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, like these are the these are the ones that fit on there. Yeah. Well, I'm open, baby. Hell yeah! My head's down. Gape. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, gape it out. <laughs> I I recommend getting real high and listening to this stuff and seeing what happens. <laughs> See what happens. RJ, are you willing to do that? I'll drink. You want to take five grams of mushrooms and just see what happens? All right. <laughs> no gaping for you, then, guess, my friend. Yes, not. <laughs> um, all right. So if you want to listen to one of the best mixes that have been on this podcast, you mm-hmm. just go Spotify and just type in Five Song Mixtape, all one word, and uh, our mixes will pop up there. Uh, you can listen to them if you want to listen to these lovely ladies. Yeah, lovely lady lumps. Um, uh, yeah, you, you can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts or whatever, and then on to Radiohead next week. I'm very excited. Mm. Been waiting for this. I have already had a Tom York song on the podcast. So oh. Just saying. I mean, are you familiar with the new project? Uh, no. Does, does it sound like his soundtrack work? Because then I'm in. No. <laughs> I'll send you one of the songs though. That uh, Johnny Green. That does Johnny Greenwood scores? Oh, 
he, I don't, I want, I want you to listen to the guitar and let me know what he's doing. That's so interesting. Is it just effects? Am I just being, yeah, he's the edge. Am I being bamboozled? Yeah. He's the edge. He's the modern edge. But is he a good edge? (laughs) You know? Uh, Yeah. On to next week. Yep. Listen to Ethel Kane.